Hey, what's up, everybody? Clayton gets once again joined by my, I mean, beautiful co-host. <laughs> I, mean, I have a hard time like being in proximity. <laughs> but that is the name of our podcast, Proximity Podcast. Welcome. Uh, I, I am... I'm as excited about this podcast as I have been uh, any anything that we've done so far. Yeah, me too. Um, and so we have Lori Eubank with us today. And Stephanie, I'm going to let you yeah. uh, kick us off telling us a little bit about, about Lori. Okay, so Lori Eubank is here, Eubanks, right, yeah, is yep. here locally in Richmond. She has built an impressive team and brand since 2012. This is when she got started in this industry. Uh, starting out with a financial background at Capital One, buying one house at a time to flip or rent while ju juggling her full-time career and raising a family. Since those early days, she has been able to build a sizable and impressive multi-million dollar real estate business. She's created a team of wholesalers, agents, project managers, contractors, and designers to get each job done quickly and efficiently. She has been an impressive track she has an impressive track record as a rehabber, landlord, wholesaler, Airbnb host, owner, and lender. She currently has 71 long-term rentals and 14 Airbnbs. And five little ones. And five kids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, and, Lori. And yeah. single mom. Like, this, it's absolutely amazing. <laughs> and I just, I want to mention um, just two of her, to her local, local, um, stats here, I guess you could say, yeah. uh, because, and we're going to get into all this here in just a second, but two of her, her big projects that she has going on, uh, she has a retreat located right outside of Richmond. And it's been one of her most profitable deals is purchased at a discount. And in some disrepair, she purchased this property with the hopes of turning it into a corporate retreat, then happened COVID. COVID and that changed everything. She pivoted to the Airbnb model, allowing families to take vacations in a safe and secluded environment with all the amenities of a resort. This home boasts a main house pool, house, guest apartment, pool, hot tub, sauna, game room, outdoor bar, gym, tennis, pickleball court. Um, it sleeps 16 and is constantly booked at a nightly price of anywhere between 1500 and 3000 a night with a record monthly income of $46,000. That's amazing. Yeah. Cannot wait to dig into that one. Yeah. Um, and she also is in the middle of rehabbing this property. It's in it's in Richmond. It's the one that's in, outside of Maymont Park it that is. you're telling me about. Okay, yeah. Um, it's it is a 1920 Tudor revival. It's currently undergoing a massive historic renovation with an expected finish date of 2024. This beautiful mansion boasts eight bedrooms, seven baths, and over 7,500 square feet. It's perched on the top of a hill overlooking the James River. Mm -hmm. Lori and her team of designers and project managers and contractors are working tirelessly to get an elegant and classy refit of this amazing home. The purchase price is 1.16 million. The expected renovation costs of three hundred and fifty thousand, with a targeted sale price of three and a half million dollars. So awesome! Yep. So that's so that I, I like to start with these stats, yeah, yeah because okay. so people understand that you know they don't they may not know who you are, and they're like, well, who is this person? Why should why should we listen yeah. to her? You should listen to her. Oh. <laughs> she, she, her track record says it all, and it's one of the reasons we were so excited to to um, pull you in. One of our 
guest on this podcast, um, Dustin Olverson, was the one that connected us to you. Oh, great. And, yeah. um, you know, he we've, we've been very inspired by him with all that he's done with yeah. real estate investing here in Richmond. And he was like, you got to talk to my girl, Laura Eubank. So here we are. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, thank you, Dustin. Yeah. So, so Lori, so tell us, you know, tell us about you. I'd love to hear, uh, you know, just your story. Like how, how was yeah. that transition from Capital One into real estate? So, you know, in, in the, it's proximity podcast. So proximity is nearness and space and time. So, okay. you know, who kind of, was there someone that inspired you to make that, you know, that, that transition, if you will. So tell us yeah. a little bit more about Lori. Yeah. So it has been a journey and I mean, it's amazing. Cause when you read that stats, uh, that's from a few months ago. So now I'm thinking, oh, we added a commercial building and you know, it's just, uh, it's been a wild ride and really picking up here. Mm. We're just attracting so many great abundance of deals. Mm. And it's really from, you know, y'all having me on podcasts mm -hmm. and just like going out in the community and people start sending good things your way. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, but I started back in 2012. I had been at Capital One for quite some time. I was a young mom um, in 2012. I had three little kids and they were all under five and, you know, what it takes to, yes. you know. Um, and so, at that time, I, you know, became we we went on one income, and we're like, what are we gonna do? It's sink or swim time. So, um, you know, one night on Google, found the real estate groups, and um, went to one of the local RIAs. Um, there's always a RIA in every community. Can you break that down? What's yeah. a RIA? Um, it's a real estate. Uh, Real Estate Investor Association. Mm -hmm. okay. I think it's something like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I could be wrong. And I try to make those meetings because it brings new, you know, experienced everyone together. Mm -hmm. And they're usually free. So I went to that and I just found some people that really stood out uh, local and they, they spoke their truth. And mm -hmm. they talked about not just the good times, but the hard times. Mm -hmm. And um, so I took someone out to lunch you know, like from that group, from that group and like, just tell me everything. And like, how can I help you? Mm. And that was such a powerful thing to ask because so you asked this person, man, woman, do you mind saying the name? Multiple people. Okay. Yeah. Like I would take out Brian, um, Brian Rhodes, Greg Butler. They've been in the game for a very long time. And I'm like, you know, please let me just take you out. I'm like, can I, can, I'll, I'll do anything. Can I be your intern? And they're like, no, we're too busy. <laughs> you know. So a lot of people that are really successful, they did take time. Mm -hmm. They poured into a lot of people, but that takes a lot of time and effort. And you never know if someone's going to work out. And um, I think they were already, they were in growth mode. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, asking how can I help you and staying consistent in those groups. Um, they gave me the advice, go out and just make offers that are ridiculous, mm -hmm. you know, that you're embarrassed mm -hmm. to offer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, don't make an offer unless you're embarrassed. So wow. that translated like, okay, I'm just going to pull up Zillow and, you know, offer half, half price on everything you know call the agent let them represent me mm -hmm. and they can get both sides like mm -hmm. i don't care about the commission you know and that really you know finally i hit gold mm -hmm. it was in hanover um 2012 it was like an estate probate situation so they wanted 65 and it was a three-bedroom rancher on an acre lot on georgetown road oh in goodness. mechanicsville 
And so we offered like 30 and they called and they were like, your offer's ridiculous, you know, which is what you're supposed to hear. Uh Um, But they'll do 35. (laughs) And I was like, oh, (laughs) snap, you know, but other words. And I was just like, Uh this is crazy. So um, at that point, you're like, well, what do I do now? So, you know, I'd go to those (laughs) meetings like I got one. Now, what do I do? (laughs) And like really just taking it step by step like that you know, figuring out how it's a deal. Like, obviously, that's not how you offer. You don't go out and offer half price. But, you know, now we offer, you know, on a calculation, mm-hmm. 70% of the ARV minus repairs. Mm-hmm. If it fits, we buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. If it cash flows more than $300 a month, then we want to keep it because that's going to give us the long-term capital gains. So we really just realized, okay, we're going to flip it. We we started demoing. We found mold. We found fire. We found termites. No like, wonder there were they were so many to sell different things. Every, yeah, they, they knew. There was like six or seven ears and a couple. I, I think one was homeless. They it had a. The, it took nine months to buy it. So I'm just like waiting around, you know, this making first plans. Deal. The first deal. So it was a full gut. So I buy it, you know. Uh, borrowed private money, um, gutted, found out all these things. And then the city realized, oh, you didn't pull permits, so you're shut down. Mm. Got a stop notice. And then the contractor took my money and ran. So it was like everything that could happen on this first deal. It was was a little scary, you know, like working, getting off, picking up the kids, taking the kids to this dilapidated hazard home you know (laughs) like having them in the van while you run through you know get your game plan and um it was it was definitely a roller coaster where i was like what am i doing i'm questioning everything Mm. you know finally we get through it with a lot of support in the community i mean I had so many investors come over and like just reassure me. Like these are the people you met in the RIA. Yeah, so it was great. Um, Chris Jefferson, he's Mm -hmm. local, Mm -hmm. um, and you know he walked it. Said, yeah, I think your game plan's great. You know, gave some feedback, and that was just great for me Mm -hmm. going through that. So. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was amazing. Mm -hmm. So you had all the support and that was the best thing when you can share the good and bad and ugly everything. And people don't think it's all roses. Like Mm -hmm. you can't, you gotta be ready for Mm -hmm. that, you know, roller coaster. Um, So we were done. We overspent on our budget, shocker, you know? <laughs> like, we get through it, the city now, you know, at that point they knew my name and um, they helped me through a lot of things, so. That was great. Um, so we're done. And I'm like over budget. And my realtor, which was Leah Coleman, mm-hmm. um, her her sister, younger sister was like, um, we're best friends from high school. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, found out she was in it. So when she came over, she's like, girl, you could throw this on the market and make 500 a month on cash flow. Mm-hmm. And you have a corporate job, just go out and get you know, I went to Truist, just mm-hmm. go out and get an investor loan and do a cash out refi. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm struggling, like, we're struggling to make all of our payments, the house, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. utilities, like, mm-hmm. the kids, everything. And so at that point, we're like, okay, well, what are we going to do next? Let's do that. You know, let's pay off the investor, put a little money in our pocket and cash flow it. So we realized like how powerful that pays all the utilities to spell how this month, you know, how many of these do we need? 
So, mm. you know, light bulb went off. Mm. We kept it. So it was intended on a flip. We kept it and then bought another and flipped that cosmetic easy deal, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. That was the easy one. Painting, like all you had to do was maybe paint the walls. Yes. Paint the cabinets. Flooring. Flooring. Very, nothing, we're not opening up the wall at all. And this is so, the second one? Second deal. May I ask how much you spent on that one? Yeah, so the first deal, I think we spent over 70 at okay. least on that rehab. Okay. It was a massive rehab. Yes. I mean, we took it apart in every way possible. We kept that rental for five years wow. and flipped small cosmetic deals mm -hmm. that, you know, maybe they only made 30 grand. They mm -hmm. were small hits, but that 30 made a difference oh, in our yeah. family. Oh, yeah. And then we're like, okay, well, now we have enough. We can buy another and keep one for rent and mm -hmm. refi that one. Mm -hmm. So our plan was to grow very slow mm -hmm. um, and steady. Mm -hmm. But then we found portfolio buying where you could just buy 10 at a time, mm -hmm. already rented. Um, they're cash flowing already from the day of purchase. Mm -hmm. Okay, can you pause there for a second? Yes. Because this, I remember you telling me about this and I was like, this is brilliant. <laughs> Explain that portfolio yeah. buying and like, how do you come across that? Yeah. So, um, you know, growing slow is is great because yes. you're still building wealth. Um, but we were like, we wanted we wanted to be very comfortable to mm -hmm. where the income would replace Capital One income. And then I would just leave and I would have so much freedom with my kids, <laughs> able to do all the things. And so um, 2015, I was looking for more creative seller financing deals. Mm -hmm. And so I was just driving a neighborhood and I saw a sign that said 100% financing. And it was just really a mortgage um, advertisement. But that mortgage broker said, well, I know someone who's seller financing. And I mean, it was that easy. Mm -hmm. Just one phone call. Mm -hmm. He connected me no with way. the agent. They gave me a list of 50 and just said, pick 10. Mm. And we'll seller finance up to 10 properties to wow. you. Wow. And, you know... I mean, I'm just I'm just floored at that point because like all I had to do was ask. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. they didn't even check mm -hmm. my credit, that's anything. Big, that's that's no huge right bank there. statements, nothing. Mm -hmm. No way. Yeah, nothing. So what so so was this um these seller financing deals, was this a multifamily? No. Uh, this is these single are still family. single family. So mm -hmm. Uh, was this one person that, that owns Mini? Yes. Or, okay. So it was one one guy. He was retiring. He had been a landlord for 30 years. And his name is Carl. He's amazing. I mean, what we've done today is crazy. So he originally gave me his list. And I picked 10, five that were the top um, cash flow properties. And this is all Northside 2015. Mm. So think about... Barton Avenue picked mm -hmm. it up for like 80 to 100 all around Northside, wow. these big, bigger oh, properties. Oh, my goodness. So I picked 10, and he gave me five-year financing. Uh, five, I thought, had the top equity, and five were the top cash flow. But they all cash flowed, mm -hmm. and they were all currently rented. Mm. So um, he he just needed 10% down. Mm. So I think at that time, it was like 780000 for 10 properties mm -hmm. around Northside. Oh, my gosh. And um, yeah, so I mean, it was amazing. it was amazing because now some of these properties are going for four to five hundred. 
Oh yeah, a piece. Our, so if you're listening to this and you're not familiar with the north side of Richmond, it's a, it's a, been a very hot area, a growing area mm-hmm. for a long time. The property values continue to increase. Um, our kids go to Veritas over there, which is a private school on the north side of Richmond, and and we know because we see these. <laughs> as yep. soon as the property comes up, it, it doesn't stay on the market long. Yes. It's sold fast. Yes, yeah. And everything is is going up in value over there. Yeah, and now I can sell them as is, you know, without work if I wow. want to, you know. So building it up to today, that was the first time I bought, you know, from Carl. When I refinanced him after a year or two, he was like, well, here's the rest of my list. Pick 10 more. Mm. So me and Carl, we did, I think, 26. Mm-hmm. Over, you know, he sold me 26 Does Carl of have any more real estate? <laughs> <to sell? laughs> but, you know, when I paid him off, I'm like, so Carl, what are you going to do now? He's, mm-hmm. you know, retired engineer, now retired landlord. Mm-hmm. And that's how what he did. He built up when he worked, you mm-hmm. know. Yep. And um, so he shared a lot. I would ask him questions. He would, you know, pour into his, you know, into me all, all the knowledge that he had. Mm-hmm. And um, so today he is now one of my biggest private lenders. No and way. we also co-lend together. So we'll wrap money. Mm-hmm. Um, so people in my circle, they need a deal, they need money for a deal. Um you know, maybe they need a hundred grand and my IRA has 20,000. Mm-hmm. So my IRA can do 20, Carl can do 80. 80. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm lending at maybe 11 or 12 and mm-hmm. Carl's okay lending at nine. So mm-hmm. that difference on the spread is on the full 100,000. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, wrapping money, you know, car- so that one investor mm-hmm. over, you know, the last that one relationship, that yeah. one relationship mm-hmm. has yeah. given me over 50 loans we've co- funded on other people, wow. 26, and then many loans just directly to me. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that one person. Yeah. And nowhere else are you going to get that kind of return on your dollar just sitting in an IRA. Like that's right. that's not going to earn you that percentage. So you're getting the benefit of lending that money out and the, having that high percentage paid back to you, yeah. you know, over mm-hmm. what, how long are you lending that money for? Th- yeah. 90 days, you know, yeah, it's usually 90 days. It or, depends. So okay. most of our loans will give a year. Okay. Um, because some people want to buy, fix it up, flip it, mm-hmm. or they want to hold it long term. And, you know, Carl doesn't mind, you know, going longer um, because, you know, he's earning interest. It's less right. work. Yeah, right. But right. when we do a deal, Carl might get a point or two. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's very enticing mm-hmm. for yes. him. Mm-hmm. So it's changed his life. It's changed our lives. Mm-hmm. And that's one person out of so many. So we've also gone to Quest events. Um, if you're familiar with Quest, um, they, um, they're they self-directed IRA company out of mm-hmm. Texas. Yeah. So that's where we just moved all of our... Um, yeah. Oh, so y'all <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't so know. Yeah. Most okay. of our private lenders are using them okay. to do their own deals and okay. self-fund, you know, investments like real estate. Okay. Um and so their group they have, you know, annual uh expos and people come together. Mm-hmm. Um, my girl Martine, she made us T-shirts that said, "We have deals. We mm-hmm. need funds." Mm-hmm. And people would just come up and hand you business cards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. do good business, and mm-hmm. people spread the word. So, yes. um, you know, when we started buying in 2015, uh, we realized the power of the portfolio buying, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so we've done maybe five or six big portfolio purchases. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest was 14 or 16 properties. Properties and. Um, and these are so we, when you're buying these fourteen, are these um, more like single family properties? They're all single or, family. Okay, I didn't know. Have you done yeah. any um, 
some duplexes actually yeah and then we're flipping in between so it's like Mm -hmm. we're balancing it all yeah so that was that was actually a question that i had is how how are you um deciding what you're going to keep versus what you're going to sell oh so it's very different today than it was a year ago Mm -hmm. and um yeah yeah, evictions Mm -hmm. are up i mean we had eight cases for eviction court this week and it's because yes so it's Mm -hmm. because we're buying them already rented Mm -hmm. so you need to be aware that when that happens you know they're looking for a reason to either not pay if they were bad tenants Mm -hmm. or um you know some things just don't work out. You have to be ready. You have to have the nest egg. And unfortunately, COVID, a lot of people, they really went into those programs and they got paid up, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But we kind of knew this was going to come on mm-hmm. the second round. Um, and there are more programs open today than there were like six months ago. Mm-hmm. And so now people are going through that. And then you have to like go to court and, mm-hmm. you know, you hire an attorney. Um, but at the end of the day, you still have to go to the final you know, uh, so it's just interesting. Um, learning all of that is having good people, mm-hmm. having the good attorney, mm-hmm. having great title company or an attorney in that space, um, and then working on your foundational items. So when you're growing a portfolio, you have got to do your foundation items. You have to do QuickBooks, something on accounting. Mm-hmm. Like that is a huge thing. That was a big learning. Um, where you can classify each charge to a property. Um, something as you're growing, you don't want to worry about fixing your back end, you know, having yes. a faulty foundation. So I would say that's a big thing. And then property management. Mm-hmm. We are not the best. We, we've we bought them and we've done good at using free resources like apartments.com mm-hmm. for like all the accounting and rent collection. And you could even do... Um, maintenance request through mm-hmm. apartments.com. So using that as like a big, you know, project management while we're finding the right place to put it. Mm-hmm. So today we have, we're trying out like five or six property managers. It's like, well, who's going to be the one? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, because we're just so scared to, we've worked up, you mm-hmm. know, building this. It's hard to give it yeah. to someone until you know, you know, that big of a transition. Yeah. Sure. Sure. And so are you looking for all of your properties move to be moved to a property management? All of them are just part of them. So two parts of of that. So why um, have you considered managing them yourself, like starting another division? Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's really the volume and Mm -hmm. the fact that we want to do bigger deals. Mm -hmm. So every year since 2020, we've bought a mansion Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, this mansion we're working on now, we hope to make a million dollar profit. Mm. And, you know, we could buy more properties, but that is going to create a whole nother job. Mm -hmm. And right now, you know, to do so much, you need to delegate. You got to ask yourself, well, they can do it 80%, you Mm -hmm. know, maybe it's not full how you would want to do it or like to like that can all be tweaked. But if they can do it, you know, 80% or better, Give it to them, you know, so, hire so it out. So who did we hear that from, honey? Um, the delegation thing? Yeah, if they can do it, it was actually 75% was his number. Who told like us that? that. Uh, blinking. That was John Maxwell. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so oh, John okay. Maxwell actually told us we went, we, we dropped a, wrote a $30,000 check to go spend a few days with him in a very yeah. intimate group. And he, one of the things he said was, if I can delegate 
someone mm-hmm. a job and they can do it at 75% of yes. what I could do it. He said, I'll give it to them all day long. And it's yeah. so hard because when I, when I jumped into this business, it was sink or swim. It was yeah. hustle mentality. Mm-hmm. So as I've built it up, I'm okay not to be that hustle mentality, mm-hmm. but it's hard mentally for mm-hmm. every entrepreneur to get out mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how you started. That's mm-hmm. how it worked. Yeah. So you've and made not it. Not wanting to have your hands in, in yeah. everything, but I mean, you can't, you can't, you just, yeah. you just, there's just no way. And that's why I asked the property management question, mm-hmm. because we ask this question of ourselves all the time. It, my question is always, what, what is the lever that we can pull that if so, by pulling that lever, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary. Yeah. Right. And so for you, it's, it's deals. And so thinking about, it sounds like you've come to this conclusion, thinking about starting a property management company, which is a whole nother oh, yeah. like animal yeah, in yeah, itself yeah. when you could just continue mm-hmm. to focus in mm-hmm. this lane, mm-hmm. which yeah. you know, you're caught, you know, you can make money, you know, you can, you know, you know how to find deals. Uh, I love that. And I think yeah. that's a great lesson to other people that are including us mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. are doing like this right yeah. with their time. It's a lot. And then you put on like personal things and like mm-hmm. the yeah. whole reason <laughs> yeah, we got into that. this. Yeah. There, yeah. Then there's yeah. that. Yeah. So, I mean, the whole reason <laughs> we got into this was for freedom that's to right. spend it with the family we had different goals and then you get into the deals and you're like oh this is great but there's a lot of back end to it so i love making deals i love problem solving mm-hmm. i love meeting people like carl and like changing their lives changing mm-hmm. the way they're investing or mm-hmm. you know how they're how they're going into their next phase so like that is that's my genius mm-hmm. so why would i spend time on all the other things that i'm not even great at mm-hmm. so i've really Such had to like lesson. yeah mm-hmm. my partner is the one who's like constantly giving me feedback because he sees that he's like you know he'll remind me all the time like that's that's not why we're doing and this mm-hmm. your partner being carl um no oh. so carl's I know you've lots yeah of partners. yeah and i mean that's the best part if you do business with smart people you're going to take on their wisdom, right? Like proximity. It really, it really does <laughs> mm-hmm. lead on to you. And mm-hmm. then they encourage thinking bigger, you mm-hmm. know, doing bigger things. Mm-hmm. Um, so Eric, uh, my partner, um, and we have a one-year-old together. Yes. yes. And he's just. Oh, your partner, partner. Partner, partner. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Partner, partner. I had business he's, partner. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. He's always reminding me because he sees it, and mm. you know. Um, when I talked to him about like, oh, you know, I really would love to do this commercial deal, which is one we just did. He's like, yeah, that would be amazing. Like we should, you know, and he will encourage that. Mm. So being around the right people and, and let's say your partner isn't encouraging, like my parents, my mom, she would call me and tell me to stop buying. And my dad would be calling me, you know, in the other room saying, don't listen to her. <laughs> bye bye. Buying. Really? So I knew really? I That's, can't. That actually happened? Yeah. Yeah. So growing mm. like. Oh, I need, I'm going to talk to my mom. The conversation would be different, you know, and talking to my dad, he'd encourage it. So I knew. So like when you are dating someone, not everyone is going to see the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Some people are going to be scared Mm -hmm. for you. Mm Mm-hmm. And you yeah, have and to learn. And that's scared out of concern. You see, you're, yeah. you're, your mom's right. probably worried that you're going to get in a your head. It's like not not because she yes. didn't want you the best for you. That's well, there's right. also, yeah. and this is not this is not your mom, but there are people out there with limiting beliefs, yes. right? You know, fixed mindset versus growth mindset. That's right. Where you know you're going you're going out and doing something that that makes them feel uncomfortable, yeah. and they're not necessarily going to get behind that. And yeah. I think it's really important to your point to spend time. I just we were talking about this yesterday yeah. to spend time with people that are going to like encourage you to flip and go for yes, it. Yes, go right? for it. Yeah, and yeah. that's what happened in 2020. So I didn't know Eric yet, but mm-hmm. 
I did call my dad a couple of times on this one, but um, you know, I went to this Quest Expo mm -hmm. and I got really inspired by a conversation. I don't even think he knows how much he changed my life. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's this it's What's this his investor. His name's Casey. Mm -hmm. I won't I won't throw him out there, but um, <laughs> we were at a Quest event and I'm like, Casey, you own all these like mansions. We started the same year. Like, what did you do different? Like, I really just want to know your secret. And he's like, Well, there's no secret. Like the $40 million mansion, I would call them and offer them a million dollars and ask for seller financing. And he's like, they would almost say, you know, yes, every time. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, what? That doesn't make any sense. Like, okay. Tim, are you, are you so, taking notes? I'm like, do you have a script for that? Can I yeah. use your script, please? You he just sounded, asked. Just he sounded asked. like you didn't need yeah, one. It was yeah. just that easy. So yeah. I'm like, okay, wow. well, you know, so when I came home, I'm, I'm talking to my friend Ryan. Um, he's an investor. He's also an agent. We've done a lot of deals together. I mean, I don't even know how many. Um, but uh, I was talking to him about what Casey told me. And I'm like, listen to this. How does this sound? And he's like, huh. Well, he pulls out his laptop, pulls up MLS because he's an agent. Mm -hmm. And we call like the million dollar and up properties, mm -hmm. talk to the agents. And we're like, you know, um, we're thinking about seller financing. Would, your, would you all be open to it? And I think 90% of them said yes. Stop. <laughs> and we were like, this is real? <laughs> Casey was real? So, so awesome. um, at that point, we're like, okay, well, we can't buy all these. You know, we, it has to make money. Like, we worked really hard. If you did one big deal that didn't work out, it could wipe you out, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm still, mm -hmm. like, taking calculated risks. So... Um, we looked at this one property in Glen Allen, and um, at the time, this was actually 2019, um, we had built up quite a big portfolio where um, at that time, you know, I was finally left Capital One. So I stayed at Capital One working 40-hour work week um, up to, I want to say like 2016 or 17, I finally left. And I stayed way too long. Tim, you listening um, to this? I, I stayed where, way too guess long. Guess where Tim works. Oh, does he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I loved it because, you know, I, I You might have to scrub that part. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really was great because it did support me when I needed it. Mm -hmm. And also it paid, they paid for my college. Mm -hmm. uh, I have yeah. an associate's degree, mm -hmm. paralegal, mm -hmm. where I've used contracts, you know, throughout mm -hmm. this whole career. Um, so, you know, really they helped, they helped me get there, but, um, 2019, I was free from them and, you know, I had more time. So we did try that and we found this one in Glen Allen. I think it was listed for $7.99 and they said yes to seller financing. It had a pool, hot tub, sauna, tennis courts, all these recreational things, so we're thinking, well, guy doesn't live there. I wonder if he'll give us all his furniture and, mm. oh, he's got cool wine fridge mm. and stocked, like what else, you know, mm -hmm. art and, you know. Mm -hmm. So we made an offer, $7.99, everything. We oh wanted the wine bottles, everything. Well, and can you tell the story so, real quick? Because yeah. <laughs> Lori was just telling us this story right before we started the podcast today. And it is hilarious. So yeah. tell about the art. Yeah. That, that is really the funny. art. Uh, we didn't know this because we didn't even go to these pro properties. We're mm -hmm. negotiating before mm -hmm. we're even looking at them. Mm -hmm. Right. Wow. And um, one of the art. Uh, so we, we offered $7.99, everything included. And he said, you're ridiculous. The art alone is worth $2 million. Mm. They have original Picassos and mm. they named some others. And um, it had a, they had a sensor to the frame of the art to the wall. Mm. And um, the home had been vacant for three years. Wow. Um, and so with every divorce this guy had, he had to sell a mansion. Mm. 
and um he was he was on this is it's just interesting it was a beautiful property um, but he did say we were ridiculous. Mm -hmm. We're not accepting <laughs> which that. Is, which is what you were yeah. looking to. You want to hear that? We want to hear that. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. he said, you're ridiculous. And our response was, okay, well, what can you do? And that's such a powerful question because mm -hmm. he's mm -hmm. like, well, we can do everything but the art. And because um, that alone was worth yeah. a lot to say. He said over $2 million, so, yeah. the art. Just the art. Yeah. Just the art. Yeah. It was worth more than the house. Mm -hmm. And a vacant property that... <gasps> you know, for three years. So um, we bought it, we we saw that we could do corporate. Mm. Um, so let me back up, we did find out because the divorce, he could not do seller financing. Mm. So that was the whole reason we thought we could do it. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. our regular lenders are doing like 100 grand on per mm -hmm. deal. Mm -hmm. Who's gonna finance mm -hmm. a large purchase like right. this? Right. So at that point, I told Ryan, my my agent, you know, it's not going to work out. We can't do this. Mm. He's like, you're being ridiculous. You didn't even ask anybody. And you're saying we can't do this. Mm. So for me, that was a huge moment because I'm like, you're right. I asked the first lender I asked said yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I did have to put some personal funds in it, like more skin in the game. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, and then COVID hit 2020. Mm -hmm. So. You know, this is like, right, we purchased it January 2020, COVID hit and shut us down. Because you were going to buy this for a corporate retreat, correct? Yes. Okay. And, and I'm like, then you're like, ooh, who's going to spend money on corporate yeah. retreats during COVID? Right. So um, we took a few months, we opened the pool, everything hadn't been used in three years. So it did need some repair. Mm -hmm. um, I think we spent about 40 total that year on it, getting it, uh, you know, in bunk beds and adding mm -hmm. some things. And when we listed on Airbnb for 800 a night, it booked right up. Wow. So and then, you're like, okay, we yes. need more. Yeah. So then I'm thinking, wow. So we we increased it to, I think, like 1400 a night, and it was still booking. Wow. And these were people are like, all the pools are closed. Mm -hmm. They, mm -hmm. they want to get together as mm -hmm. a family. Mm -hmm. The neighborhood was not happy at first because they were like, not in my neighborhood kind mm -hmm, of feel. Mm -hmm. There was no HOA, mm -hmm. and that was the reason we were excited about it. Mm -hmm. um, but the neighbors complained when um, a group of women got together, and they were extra loud, and mm -hmm. um, <laughs> the neighbors at that point started complaining. Mm -hmm. So we had to at that point step in and, you know, take out all the speakers mm -hmm. and add a ring doorbell, you know, mm -hmm. learned the game. Yes. And now there's so many people that can help you learn the game. Mm -hmm. But at that point it was trial and error, you know, uh -huh. big property, like people want to have gatherings. And so we put no events, mm -hmm. no, you know, yeah. but for the neighborhood, you could have a gathering for the day. Mm -hmm. And so that's you how the we neighborhood found to have. A gathering for so the day now, using that house. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. So they can rent it from us for just the day. Mm -hmm. You know, their kids are graduating. They want to have family over. Maybe they want to rent it for their family. Mm -hmm. So now they see us as a resource. Mm -hmm. um, Love that. And we're on smart pricing with Price Labs now, which is a game changer. Um, and Price Labs, I think we're up to th th 3000 or 3500 a night. Um, so last on that property on that one property. So 
That well, is yeah. amazing. So we're in our third year and some people are repeats. They're coming back. These are oh, families that are like, it's our annual trip. Like some are coming from DC. Some are coming from Virginia Beach and you're our middle ground. Um, who would have thought in Glen Allen, two miles off the interstate. Mm -hmm. And it's it's your own personal retreat. Well, it's a really, really wow. neat property. So, yeah. so um, I, uh, I I really love this question because, um, you know, I, I don't what what motivates you? Like what what kind of keeps you yeah. keeps you? Because I know you're busy. You know, you've mm -hmm. got you've got five, you know, five kids. Um, you have a lot going on. So like, so what, what drives you at this point to, to just, you know, to stay in the game, to, to grow? That's first question. Second question is where are you going? Like, yeah. what, where, like, what's the vision for this? Oh yeah. We have some cool stuff coming. So, uh, the first question, my why is the kids, the legacy, mm -hmm. the family. I've always wanted to have a place where the whole family comes together. Maybe we do our family events, you know, having that, providing it, for your family is is huge. So now the kids are helping us in the business. I was going to ask that too. Mm. Yeah. Great. So yeah. Uh, we have five. We have one year old. We have a seven year old girl, and then we have um, thirteen. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me back up. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, what I'm are their names? Trick <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Try> question. <laughs> There's just too many of them. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's it's so funny because you know now the older ones are in teenage years, mm -hmm. so 12, 14, and 16, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is so crazy. I We're know. driving I now, know. and so yeah, the 14 and 16 year old are interested mm -hmm. because they see they. See seen the change mm -hmm. so um in the last year we actually moved down um down the street from y'all so cool and uh, we're on a 11 acres yeah. and we've always lived on top of each other and mm -hmm. a you know regular house in a neighborhood yeah. which yeah. Uh, you know it wasn't like it was a, a terrible place but now when you look out the window you see land yeah. and and nature and deer yeah. and mm -hmm. you know bald eagle you mm -hmm. know it's just crazy mm -hmm. so um the experience for them it has really been like just life-changing for me is so your, when you, is your mom i'm sorry honey, is your mom still saying slow down stop buying so now every time she sees me she wants to know how many properties we have and all these stats and i'm like She's i always proud. tell her She's i'm like proud. i don't know how many mom because you know it's just so funny but yeah she's mm -hmm. our biggest cheerleader and um it, it's definitely huge yeah. so um now you know we just bought our first commercial building mm -hmm. and um you know when i told them i thought they would be like oh i can't believe that because it's downtown shaco bottom mm -hmm. oh, and yeah. tell, it's tell a bigger deal so um a wholesaler called and they had an opportunity um it's on main street uh mm -hmm. downtown richmond and this is like a very um the farmer's market they have a lot of little events there a lot of restaurants nightlife and you can walk to all of that mm -hmm. and a uh, wholesaler called and said that it's a storefront on bottom and two apartments up top mm. and um when we went to look at it i thought it was going to be like dilapidated mm -hmm. we're going to have to do a lot of work um and he said if i can get it all in for 600 would you want it <laughs> and i'm like yeah it sounds good you know i don't really you know, I don't know, <laughs> but I'll review it, you know, let's mm -hmm. do it. 
So he gets it and, you know, I did my 70%, you know, on that. And then I looked at what other buildings were selling for. And then I looked at it from the income perspective. So I did like three checks on that because it was something new. Mm -hmm. I wanted Mm -hmm. to be sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So a big thing that we're doing is we're buying an opportunity zones. Yes. And that's an opportunity zone. Mm -hmm. So for those that may not know, if you buy and hold an opportunity zone and you put, you know, the right amount of work into it, and it's in the correct LLC. There's like a bunch of little mm-hmm, things to mm-hmm. make sure it qualifies. But you hold it for 10 years and it's tax-free when yeah. you sell it. Yeah. So we have 20-something properties in our opportunity zone now. And that's our future retirement, yes. which is like just eight years away now. Yes, yes. <laughs> And that's it. amazing. Yeah. Because you're very young. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, thank you. You are. <laughs> I like to think that too. Yes. So so how, if, if for listeners that are that are say where you were in 2012, just jumping in. Um, how do you find out where the opportunity zones yeah. are? It's just a map. If just you just Google, Google it, it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Opportuni- opportunity zone interactive map, it's a government site. You okay. just type in the address and you can zoom out and look at the zones. And so anytime we're buying any deal that's sent our way, we look it up on the map. And it doesn't mean like we're gonna buy it, you know, or not buy it, but if the numbers meet, it's just a bonus. So we just know, okay, we're buying it. It goes to this LLC to make sure it's in the opportunity zone. Mm -hmm. And um, that's important, you know, just learning when you're in that analyzing, we threw it in with that, you know. Um, So this building was in the opportunity zone. So I cannot imagine, you know, what it's gonna be in 10 years Mm -hmm. to have two Mm -hmm. luxury apartments upstairs. Um, and we're zoned for Airbnb and all of that mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. So it's protected. I mean, it's just like gold. Yeah. Um, gold. And, and so that's what we're doing. We're trying to buy one big deal a year at least. Mm-hmm. And thinking bigger is such a big deal. Yes. Where you did know? you learn to do that? Because not so many people really <laughs> lack, I don't know if it's confidence in themselves to think big like that. Where did that come from? Oh, I... I don't know if it's, it's gotta be my dad. So he was the one that, you know, was buying real estate when my parents got together, what they would buy. And then when they moved, they would keep it and hold it. And so I knew that was a potential, but I really believe it's who you talk to. So if I'm calling my dad and saying like, hey, do you think we can do it? And he's like, yeah, (laughs) do it. Mm -hmm. So I just signed an NDA, so I'm not supposed to talk about it, but we're working on a very big deal. Mm. And if this works or when this works, mm-hmm. you, um, you know, we could potentially make, you know, five to 10 million mm-hmm. on That's this amazing. one deal. Mm-hmm. And um, I, you know, my dad also signed the NDA. So I talked to yeah. him about it mm-hmm. and it scared him a little bit where he's like, I'm just not sure. So I'm like, well, let me, let's let, give you a presentation about it. Yeah. So we did and he's like, yeah, let's do it. Let's mm-hmm. get the and it's just like, okay, well, yeah. all you need is like a few people. Maybe it's not your family. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we were very blessed to have that growing up. Mm-hmm. But as long as you find someone like that, and for me it's been Martine, mm-hmm. Leah, mm-hmm. um, my partner Eric, like just people I'm doing business with, mm-hmm. interacting daily with. Um, and that matters. Oh, it matters because so much. If you're not touching but like once Every six months, you're not going to have that encouragement to do mm-hmm. bigger things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that one idea that mm-hmm. maybe we thought about it a year ago, mm-hmm. it kind of just came back up. 
now to have a potential profit like that mm. is huge to get the encouragement. Mm. That is amazing. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Wow. So, you know, it's, it's, um, it, it's so powerful what you just said, because, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a part of a, um, of a group, uh, called let's talk. Okay. And it's a group of, um, group of, uh, of black men and women, group of white men and women, and the whole the whole concept of the group is to um, is to is to bring people together, right? Oh, that's and, awesome. and so, um, uh, one of the one of the things that we're working on is there's this there's this cycle that um, many uh, minorities are caught in where they don't know how to break free. Like they're born into um, you know a situation. It may be poverty, it may be abuse, it may be whatever. Uh, but they they don't know, so the, the cycle repeats. And so so yeah. what you just said about getting around the right people, yeah. but in some cases you have to you seek have to be out. you have to seek it out. You have to be yeah. very you have to Proactive. know that you have to know that it exists. Yes. So one of the things that that we're yeah. working on in this group is how to how to bring people you know into these communities. And, and we have you know there are mentors and there are you know people like that. But how do how do you bring how do you bring um, uh, financial literacy. How do you bring uh, investing? You know how mm -hmm. how to how how do you invest? Because you, I mean, you came from like zero yeah. Yeah. to where you are today in a very, very short, short period of time. of time. And I've always looked. You know, like what inspires me about talking to you so much is I, I've always looked at people um, in this way. I'm like, dude, if you can do it, so can I. Yeah. Right. And I, I want I want people to look at the this, you know, the little bit of success that we've had and say the same thing. Yeah. Right. And so um, having those people in your corner that are like, dude, go like, go do you like you got this. You got as opposed to the the opposite of mm, not so sure yeah. mm, you can do that. Yeah. But, right. We need to we need to kind of yeah. distance ourselves in some cases yeah. from people like that mm -hmm. because they'll, they'll they'll hold us back. Yeah. yeah. And and it's and it really is out of love, which is kind of crazy, know. you know. Mm -hmm. And I mean, yeah. look at what they used to teach people. Curiosity killed the cat. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Like teaching mm -hmm. the kids not to be curious. Mm -hmm. I mean, I keeping you in that. the box. Mm -hmm. And so like what we're trying to teach our kids is that legacy, you know, mm -hmm. not only how to manage what we're building, but mm -hmm. also that type of thinking. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, I mean, that's, that's really important. So if, if you're watching this, uh, I, to me, I mean, you dropped so many incredible, incredibly valuable nuggets throughout this entire mm -hmm. podcast today, drop what you've learned today in the comments. And mm -hmm. I'm going to say, you know, just off the top, I was writing down some notes here of the things that that I have that that really stuck out to me that that I don't even know if you knew you were saying it, but but what I heard from all that you've said is you've taken risks to mm -hmm. contribute mm -hmm. to your success. You've taken risks. You always ask. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't let fear stop you. You found a mentor. You Even got, if you don't you have one, you go mm -hmm. find it. You have gotten mm -hmm. in the room, which is the whole the whole. Um, premise Idea of this, this podcast, yeah. mm -hmm. proximity podcast, you never take no as an answer. Mm -hmm. uh, you always find a solution when somebody tells you no, you, you you figure out a way to make it happen anyway. Yeah, and it might be just not right now. You right. Know? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's later. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. so, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just uh, so amazing. Yeah. I love that. Did yeah, so um, uh, n n I could spend all day i know with, me too with, uh, <laughs> with, with Lori. so so hopefully so hopefully there's going to be there's going to be a, a part Follow two up. to this yeah, but yeah, you know, yeah. you're sure. you're amazing like you're, oh, you're yeah, going to inspire yeah. a lot of people yes. i told you i was raised by a single mom 
And um, I know you have a, a partner now uh, yeah. that is uh, that's there supporting you. But um, what you've been able to do, um, you know, kind of on your own is uh, is incredible, Lori. Thank and, you. and yeah, and absolutely. And I just hope that um, that this um, that this that this episode mm-hmm. absolutely goes viral, and that single single mamas all over the uh, yes. the world understand what's possible, and everyone for that matter yep. understands what's possible when you get in the room with the right men and women that are where you want to be. And it's amazing because. They didn't have to help you, no. Nope. But they, but they do. Like yeah. you know, they, they people do. Like people, people that do want people help that are overall. people that are successful. People want to help. Yes, and and um, uh, and that's the amazing thing about being an entrepreneur. So thank you so much for yes. carving out some time to spend with us. It was thank truly you. a pleasure. Yes. And yes. Uh, and just don't forget, man. You got to seek out the relationships. You got to get in the room. Proximity matters. We'll see you next time.